right, all right, all right. All right. So how you been? Uh, working mostly. Trying to enjoy the holidays a little bit here and there. Uh, how about all yourself? Right. It's easy to enjoy the holidays when you're not in a store. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say so. Having to deal with fucking customers. Holiday yeah. customers. The worst. But I'm I'm so pissed, man. Doing what Walmart did on Black Friday, I thought of in 2005. Wait, what they do? I don't. Um, I didn't catch. They up on that. they changed like they spread it throughout the month. Like on um, November 5th, they had like an Electronics Day, and then uh, the 12th <laughs> they had housewares and stuff. And, Shit. Yeah, <laughs> that would have made things so much easier than fucking trying to keep grown ass adults fucking acting like children off some fucking pallets. Have to get up at like three in the. You know what it's like to get up in three in the morning on the day after Thanksgiving. Like you know how <laughs> horrible your Thanksgiving is. Is like you're eating at like one in the afternoon and you're like, man, I've got to about to get to go to bed. Then you're laying there uncomfortably full. You're like, yeah, I can't fucking breathe, can't sleep. Yeah, then you got to wake up early as fuck. Probably yeah. still full. <laughs> yeah, your wife's mad at you because you're like, you weren't very, you weren't very um present during. Thanksgiving, you're like, no shit, I had to be up at three in the fucking morning, drive an hour to work. Mentally, I had to mentally prepare for the battle that was ahead. Yeah, I couldn't be <laughs> drunk or hungover. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah, that's something I definitely don't miss. Uh, doing I, still, I still don't. Um, I try not to go out on Black Friday. Yeah. Like, I, if, if I go out, I don't buy anything. Fair. Although, I feel like you almost owe it to the workers to buy something if you do go out, because they're having to be there as well. Although, I guess nowadays it's probably not as bad. But back in the day. But normally, yeah, normally I just refuse to go. Yeah, I would refuse to, like, buy drinks or anything. Like, I would not... <laughs> I would not contribute to that... that no, no consumerism at all. No, I would not do it. <laughs> I can definitely understand that, that's for sure. But, um... I don't know if, well, last time we talked, I just did a virtual interview. Yes, with uh, McDonald's, right? AY McDonald, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Not, right. not McDonald's Incorporated. <laughs> not the clown. So a month goes by, and I get an email from the HR director, and that's the highest HR person in the company, and she's like, I would really like to talk to you. I'll be in town next week. Can you can you make find a time? And I was... I was like, fuck yeah. Like, I told my boss, I said, I've got something to do. I'll, I'll be l- getting to work late. <laughs> or at all, maybe, if you're lucky. I know. And But I, I got an in-person interview with him. Nice. And now, just, just to confirm, the, the video interview that you were referring to, was that the one where you fucked up and you had, like, some weird take that you sent in? Is that <laughs> is that the one? I almost sent in. Oh, you almost said that's what it yeah. was. Okay, yes, yeah. I couldn't remember. Like I, I hit submit, and it was like, "Are you sure?" And I was like, "No, I'm not sure. Don't yeah. send it. Don't send <laughs> it." Abort. Abort. Yeah, because I just stared at the I stared at the camera for like two minutes, and I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> in reality, they did get that submission, and that's why she's like, I, "This person is interesting. I need to contact them." Yeah, like, but I thought the interview went great. And it's been two weeks, and I've heard nothing. But you did say it took like a month or so just to yeah. hear back from her, right? Yeah. Maybe things, things just move slowly at that level. I, I mean, I know they're shorthanded, as is everybody, but when you're, 
like being short-handed in retail and fast food is different than being short management being short handed in a uh, like manufacturing as you well know yeah yeah so, that's for sure i mean i'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt i really thought the interview went really well i was there for almost three hours holy shit yeah that's a long ass interview I interviewed with the director of human resource and she answers to the company president directly. So Damn. I interviewed with her and then I interviewed with the plant manager and the floor supervisor. Um, and I had to take a wonderlick test. Do you know, have you heard of that? No, I, I may have heard of it, but I don't know what it is. I cannot think of what that is off the top of my head. I heard about it. That's what in the NFL, when quarterbacks to gauge how smart they are, they give them the wonderlick. Huh. The NFL is different, but the a regular wonderlick test, you get, um, I think it's twelve minutes to answer as many questions as you can. They told me that you you couldn't answer all of them, like in a twelve minute period. Right. So it was just to just like it was mostly reading and comprehension and like, you know. Problem like quick problem solving. Quick, yeah, quick problem yeah. solving. Yeah, that makes sense. So if I don't get the job, I just want to know how I did on that because I fucking I I I didn't. I was three questions away from finishing it, and they told me you couldn't hit hit the end. But there is an end. I found that out afterwards. Oh and damn! I was, I was three questions away. <laughs> I was like, I either did so well on that test, like they're going to create a position for me, or I did so bad they're just <laughs> sending my answers around in corporate emails. Me like this this fuck thinks he's going to get a job. Look at this dumb, stupid fuck. But the pay, I mean, the pay was good. The 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 job was good. It's right. It's it's pretty close to my house. It's like five to seven minute drive. Hell yeah, it's better than fucking an hour or some shit. Yeah. What do you What do you do now? Like it's like forty five minute drive or? Is, oh wait, no, I work from, home, from home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. You but were it was doing an like hour. A, yeah, 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 that's what it was. Well, I've been. They never replaced me at that store, and uh, they they announced they're closing that store. Oh shit. Yeah, so like this week I was there four out of five, well, five out of six days. No, six out of seven. Sorry, I'm stupid. I was there six out of seven days this week. Like there's stuff that the store manager's supposed to do and there's not a store manager there, so nobody did it. Like <laughs> <laughs> so out of curiosity, it, it, it may come off as boring, but I'm curious, what does the store do to prepare for like a shutdown? I feel like maybe a lot of people don't know this. And for, I am genu genuinely, genuinely curious as to what kind of process that has to go through. Well, I figured before before I go into this, uh, okay. what I was thinking we should do is have two, maybe three tiers of Patreon, right? We have a free episode. Okay. Then we have, and we'll when we get advertisements, we'll do advertisements on that for free. Then we'll do like a dollar one where like we cut the advertisements out, but we'll do a $3 tier where we name names. Like we we say okay. we we drop we spill the beans on like what company I work for and I'll just edit <laughs> out like I'll make three edits of the same podcast, you know, and I don't know. But when when CVS uh closes a store, you've got you've got two you've got the pharmacy and then you got the front. So you have to be F DEA, not FDA, DEA compliant when you transfer in the drugs. Okay. So they've got their whole system, but basically the pharmacy packs it up and sends it to the new pharmacy. Like they closed they closed the store down and they told the store all of your drugs are going to this store. So they packed it up and shipped okay. it over there. 
Okay, so it means it gets into another story. Okay, yeah. yeah, I wasn't sure if that like got sent back to like either manufacturing plant or a distributor or well, okay, it just goes to another. Well, the front sense. store, it's called a redeploy, and it and you you get a specific list. Like these lists have been eight hundred items long, Jeez. and you have to scan it and box it up and send it back to that store. You send it on a truck, and they'll take it to the warehouse, sort it, and then give it, put it on that store, and then ship it out. Okay. Um, then there's a return for credit that you do, and then the rest of it gets boxed up and shipped to that other store that they decided. Like, I'd never been through a closing, so I didn't know how, how it went down. Oh, okay. okay. Um, the worst part was that they, you, the last day was Saturday after Thanksgiving. That was the last day open. Sunday morning, they did an inventory, a total store inventory, and, it, and the store was closed. So... I showed up like most of the people that work for me for years. They don't know what I look like outside of work. <laughs> when I'm at work, I wear a, a long sleeve button down collared shirt and sometimes a tie. But I always <laughs> got my hair, my hair combed. I'm wearing khakis or slacks. I rolled in there in uh, shorts and a T-shirt and a ball cap. I got my tattoos out. They're popping. This was the first time you could just see people like doing a double take and like, oh, I I, I remember that happening back at Walmart as well. <laughs> that mm -hmm. was always hilarious. Oh, I'm way more tattooed now than I was then. <laughs> I'll never forget the story of you telling me uh, when you got the, uh, shit, the Donnie Darko, the rabbit from Donnie Darko, I remember his name. Frank. But when he was just like, yeah, Frank, when he's shading in uh, the, your, on your shin bone and he just like kept shading and shading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. When you get in a room full of people who make, you know, they make in a month what you make in a year, you're highly <laughs> aware of how you look. <laughs> uh, the guy that was interviewing me, the plant manager, he 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 was bald, like balding. And like, I've been letting my hair grow out, so I've got this full wavy hair. And I just picture like I'm sitting there tattooed, like my tattoos are peeking out the bottoms of the sleeves. And here I am, like, he can't grow a full beard, and I got the full oh, beard, the full man. head of hair. And I was just like, this motherfucker's just judging the shit out of me right now. He fucking hates my guts. Anything I said, he was like, mm -mm, I don't, no, no. No, nah, fuck, fuck him, fuck him. No, nah, <laughs> nah, he, ain't, he ain't worth it, no. Nah. Who's, who's this motherfucker thinking he is coming in here with that head, full head of hair and the beard? <laughs> nah, nah. Not on my watch, goddamn. Yeah, I would like to do a... Like, I would like to go through... I, I'm really good at going through applications and figuring out people. I can, with very, very good accuracy, I can almost tell the person, tell what type of person you are based on your resume. <laughs> and it's really hard to say that and not because you're not supposed to discriminate. But... I mean, at the same time, isn't that the whole point of a resume? It's like to see what kind of employee you're looking to hire. Yeah. Yeah. So in a, in a way, it's, it's a form of discrimination. Yeah. No, it's right. And like you have, there's like I call it lawful discrimination, and like oh. it's so hard to say that in an interview with like because corporate discrimination. <laughs> yeah, like I could say I could tell. Granted, I've never been in the manufacturing field, so I don't know what to like look for. Like when I when you when you hire like help, you know. But like when it comes to retail. Like I can read your resume and just look, tell you you're not cut out for this. Like right. or like if you get past, you can. I do the resume, then I do a phone call. Right. 
and I can tell most people, I'm just like, this person will work out, you know, this person won't. And I'm pretty right most of the time. As far as manufacturing goes, I've not been, like, in charge of hiring, so I don't know exactly, like, as far as looking at the resumes, how that goes. But for the most part, honestly, as far as the manufacturing that I've gone through um, for different um, factory jobs or whatever, day one, when you're first, like, because I, I, for some reason, I'm apparently a good teacher. I don't know how, but I've been put in charge of training a lot of people in most of the places that I go to. And normally from that, the first probably 10 to 15 minutes, you're going to, you're like, yeah, this person's not going to work out or this person's going to work out. And normally it's like, you can see, like, if you're explaining something that takes longer than like two sentences and they kind of glaze over, you're just like, well, fuck. Yeah. But you still got to try and put in some effort. But for me, it's gotten to the point, especially now where I've done it for so long. If I just see that they're not going to work out, I immediately, my effort, just like, all right, listen, I, I get, I'll even, I've told a couple of them to their face. I was like, this doesn't seem like a job for you. Cause I mean, the job I'm at now, the most complicated thing we equipment we're required to know how to use is a micrometer um, to gauge the thickness of the walls of the pipe because I produce plastic piping, right. fluids and things like that. Um, and the other one is called a pie tape, which measures the outer dimension of the pipe itself. Um, and it's simple; it's like reading more or less like a, a tape measure. Uh, you just have to know how to read it because just the way you read it is a little bit tricky when you're first learning it, but it involves simple math. At most, you're working with units. Uh, like I said, in a measuring tape, you have like a uh, four different notches in between, like one inch to two inch, and it'll be like you know they stand for so many units in between as far as those notches go. So you just got to add like twenty four to whatever the number you're reading on there or whatever, something simple like that. And there's so many people. I'll just stare at them while they're fucking with this pie tape, and I'm like, I could see the gears like just fucking grinding to a halt and just turning red and fucking about to melt, and I'm like. Ah, <sighs> well, this person's not going to work out, but you got to keep going because you can't just straight up. I don't have the power to just be like, listen, just go home. It's not going to work out. I wish I did. It would save me so much time, so much trouble. Yeah. I basically yeah. said that. I was like, I was like, you know, in, in, especially in retail, you, you, there isn't a grace period. Like when I first started at Walmart, you had a 90 day evaluation and they told me, they were like, if you fucking cut a fart that smells too bad, we're going to let you go in that first 90 days. We don't give a shit. Well, Walmart did away with it. And that was the worst thing ever because then now you have no incentive to roll the dice on somebody. Nope. Like I hired a girl at CVS um, and she wasn't even 18 yet, but she's graduated high school and had no, no job experience whatsoever. And I was like, I'm going to take this chance on her, you know. Um, but most people won't do that because there's no there's no way for them to get out. They're stuck with a person who, if they don't work out, they have to be coached through, throughout the system. And that can take three to six months. Yeah, like that's pretty much the position that we're in now as far as the shift that I work. Um, <laughs> a couple of them have now transferred to other shifts, thank God, because Jesus fucking Christ. I I normally try to get along with a lot of people that I work with, but I, I can't stand stupid people and just ignorant and lazy people, especially lazy people. I'm like, I can be lazy myself and I understand and I get it. Sometimes factory work, any job, really, you have moments of downtime, you just want to chill, whatever. But when shit needs to get done and everyone's trying to pass the buck because they don't want to do like a certain task that needs to be done, they'll be like looking around. Oh, I need to look busy. I need to do this. That shit pisses me off. <laughs> and I almost had it yeah. out with one of the people that I worked with. 
And like I said, since they've, they've since transferred over, but that's one of the things It's like, we have people that they don't, they can't read the, the instruments that we need to use the pie tape, the microphone. They don't know how to fucking read them. Their paperwork is always ridiculous or half of it's fucking just made up numbers because they don't keep track of it the way they're supposed to be, but they keep showing up. So because they keep showing up, they're like, Oh, they're a good worker. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, they're 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 just here, man. It's just like keeping like nobody replaced me in that store. So everybody the expectation was just for that store to stay open. Yeah. And like nothing got done. Like Like, now people are coming out and they're helping. They're like, Did you know this was on product recall? And I'm like, I don't care. And then they're like people come to help and then they just ask me like stupid questions. Like, uh, does this, like, I told, I told him, I said, look, I'm going to be late tomorrow. I'm not going to be here till like tw- 12 or one. I said, this store, he's got half of it and I've got most of it done. There's just this page left. I'm going to put it on this cart in this aisle. That's where you pick up. So tomorrow when you come in, if, if his portion is done, start on this portion and scan it up. Then we'll be done with it. Okay. Okay. I come in. I was like, Hey, did you move on to a new store? Yep. It was done. Okay, so I walked back to the bathroom. There was my goddamn cart sitting there with my fucking paper on it. And I was like, that's not done. And she goes, oh, well, he told me. I said, yeah, he was done with his half. I still had half the fucking store. (laughs) And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. No wonder. And she goes, I've been trying to scan this tote for 30 minutes, and I couldn't get it to go into the store. And I'm like, god damn it. Because we're on a crunch. Like Initially, we were given seven days to transfer out Fuck. Roughly sixteen thousand pieces of merchandise. Fuck. And it's you have to find it, find it on the shelf, scan it, and you have to and to scan a to scan the product into the case, you have to hit no less than six buttons every time. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. And then you have to fit everything in a tote. Then you have to close the tote, label the tote, and then zip tie the tote shut. Somebody who is good. If you process a hundred pieces an hour, you're doing real well, right? Yeah. So we have st- most an average store is eight hundred pieces. So your good employees can process one store a day. We had twenty two stores. Jesus Christ. We had four people, and me working half days, I was getting stores done. So I was I was doing between one hundred and fifty and two hundred pieces a minute or an hour. And I was getting full stores done, and groups of two weren't getting a single store done. <laughs> the math works out to me. That's not yeah. right. <laughs> but I'm like, I think I'm gonna write the CEO and be like, "Look, I said here, this is stupid because you've got the process of how you do it. Like, you're not supposed to cross contaminate. So if it's if it's a shampoo, it's supposed to be in a case only with shampoo. Yeah, it's not supposed to be boxed up with soap or oral care or shaving." So, the an average store two hundred, um, about two hundred totes. So we had twenty stores. That's four thousand totes. I called yeah. the DC and I was like, "Hey, I need four thousand empty totes." And they're like, "Oh, we can't accommodate you." I was like, "This is your redeploy process, asshat." <laughs> we 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 don't have the supplies for you to do what we yeah. need you to do. That's fantastic. So then they were like, "Well, just can you combine totes?" Be like, "Yeah, but that's not SOP." That's not proto. What are you doing? Why even do this? I'll just, I just should just break all this shit in and just zip tie it and send it Fuck out. It. Like, Fuck it. 
Fuck it. Let them figure it out. But I had a great moment. Um, I bought, uh, I upgraded my cell phone. I got the new Google Pixel 6. Okay, yeah, yeah. I got it the day it came out. Ooh. And listen to this. They rolled out the Google Pixel 6 in three stages. Online order from Google was the first stage. Okay. You could pre-order it from Google and Google only. Then stage two, which was a week later, you could order it online through your carrier. Okay. You could pre-order it. Then three days later, you could go to the store and pick it up. So I'm trying to upgrade the day before it was coming out, but I saw, I was like, the release date was November 19th. I was like, it's November 23rd. So they're like, yeah, it's not available till tomorrow. We should get one if you want to come back. I said, I'll be back. I said, just, I know you can't save it for me, but save it for me. I'll be back. I, I really want it. <laughs> I know you can't save it for me, but save it for yeah. me. I was like, I really want it. But if you look at, like, I, I don't have a contract, so I'll go somewhere else. Um, I really wouldn't, but. <laughs> they don't know that. Um, no, they were nice, though. They were super, super, they were great the whole time. And God, so I'm there getting my getting the new phone, and they're like, "Okay, you just have to, you know, the, here's your phone. And like, delete all your pictures before you do a factory reset. We want you to sign out of everything and delete your Google accounts and all your other it's accounts." Such a ridiculous process nowadays. Yeah. So they were like, "Well, let's we'll hook up your phone and we'll transfer everything over." And I was like, "Oh, sweet! So I don't have to download any apps or anything." And they're like, "Nope." And I was like, "So I can just click on an app and it'll it'll just." Be there, and they were like, "Yeah, wrong." It, I clicked on it. And in the history of that technology, that shit has never worked for me, no matter what fucking phone I'm switching to. Yeah, yeah, we have a whole thing back there. It'll do. It for, I don't know what's. It's not working. I normally it works just fine. Never, never fucking worked for me. Yeah, and <laughs> if you're like me, well, you're probably not like me. Like, like I'll forget my Facebook password, so then I'll go and change it. And then oh, I'll forget. God. I'll forget that again. And I'll change it again. And now I'm at a phone. I'm trying to sign in. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I I don't even know my email password. Like, when was the last time you've signed into your email? Like, I mean, I mean, no. Like, when you had to like put fill out the whole thing. Oh yeah. Like your oh, name. Like at, yeah. Because and... um, every now and then, like, well, my phone it's, it's got shit memory, so I have to clear a bunch of shit. So every now and then, I accidentally clear out the data for my email thing, uh, and so it makes me have to log the fuck back in. So that's Dude. the reason. I have to do that every now and then. I deleted my, on my last phone, I deleted my voicemail uh, notification app. <laughs> <laughs> so I went like three or four months. I couldn't get into my voicemail. <laughs> that is amazing. It was gone, dude. Like there was no getting into it. <laughs> like I got this new phone and I got it set up. And uh, now that I think about it, I don't think that app carried over because I'm not getting voicemail. I have to call my phone number. Like, remember back in the day when you had to call your phone? You could call your Put phone from outside line. Shit, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I have to do to get my voicemail. <laughs> it's bonkers. God damn, God damn it. But I'm sitting there, and, you know, we're, talk we're talking shop, and, like, the, the dude the dude helping me, I was, like, I was three, four feet away from him, and I had my mask on, and I could smell his coffee breath from three or four feet away. Damn. And I was like, shit, son. I was like, this is rough. <laughs> well, this guy comes in and he goes, he go, he he was being helped by somebody else. And he just had, you know, that cocky, like, 
you know the guy made money. Like, he was a working class. Like, come to find out, he owned a refrigeration repair service, and he was contracted by Walmart. Oh, God. So the dude made cash, and he's like, yeah. hey, my daughter's phone's acting up. You know, if you here, fix it for me. You know, that attitude. Oh, God. So he's like, you know, I, and so they were, they were having problems with it. And he goes, and the guy's like, oh, this is weird. And he's like trying to thumb through some stuff. And he's like, there's a lot of um, unnecessary apps on here. Um, and like, I'm looking over at him and, and the father's like, yeah, there's one. I, I, I don't know what it is. I can't, cause the phone's acting so weird. Like it won't open apps and stuff. I can't get, I can't get it to open. And he goes, have you heard of like a, an app? It was like, um, he goes, I don't know, like a. NXX something, and I go XNXX, and he goes, Yeah, I was like, Yeah, that's a porn site. <laughs> and then I just realized what I did. I was like, Oh, uh, whoops. And he's like, Well, porn sites don't have apps. I was like, This one does. <laughs> I said, That way you don't eat up your data, sir. And he goes, well, this is my daughter's phone. I doubt she meant to put that on there. I was just like, okay. The only way to get this app, because I went and did some research <laughs> later that night. I did some research. <laughs> the only way to get this app is you have to go on this porn site, and then you have to click on it, and then you have to, like, because you can't get it through Google Play. Yeah, you have Play. to load it on there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Accidentally got it on there. He's like, yeah, that's my 12-year-old daughter. accidentally get that yeah. on there, no. He said 12-year-old daughter. I was like, she's broken. Like you, you just you need to trade in a new one. See if you trade can put that one back. Like oh, it's no good. She's seen things that 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 will darken the soul. <laughs> that man, if he doesn't drink already, he will immediately <laughs> turn to heavy amounts of booze. <laughs> he would have find out the truth. God damn. But it was one of those. Like I even saw the dude. Like when I said it was a porn site, and they were like, "What is it?" I was like, "XNXX." And I like saw him. He like took a note. He said, "XNXX." <laughs> <laughs> Save that for later. <laughs> it's weird like when i worked in unicoi like um we would always me and the guys we would start talking about like if you see a weird porn you just have to tell somebody right oh yeah yeah like when you see something wild you're just like this is insane i gotta tell somebody so we were all talking about it one day at work and i was like you know what i stumbled across i was like it was a it was a, a flintstones porno parody and <laughs> so i'm talking about what was weird in this the dude's Johnson was just insane looking. Like it was the wildest looking <laughs> cock I've ever seen in my life. So I'm telling everybody at work about it. And then, so I get home and I was like, I never finished watching that, uh, Flintstones parody. And I'm sitting there and down at the bottom of the screen, there was a counter and there was like, there's 1,163 people watching this. And I was like, man, I bet two of those are my employees. And I was like, this is the closest thing you'll just get to masturbating together. Like, so I just thought of like there's 1,100 people around the world all masturbating at the same time to this weird deformed Flintstone penis. You'll never be alone. <laughs> yeah, a global cir circle jerk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess weird when you think about stuff like that. <laughs> just I love like uh, whatever you're like sharing details of weird porn videos or just whatever it's always just you're explaining what you saw but never how you got to the point where right. you saw it or where you were or what you were looking up before that you're like no nah, that part's not important just what i right. found <laughs> and my uh, i like it when somebody's just like ah, i saw this crazy porno it was like a movie and you're uh, like just say it's like a parody movie and be like oh yeah what happened in it and be like well 
in the first scene, it starts off just like the movie, and be like, okay, well, what happened in the second scene? Be like, I don't know. <laughs> be like, oh, you didn't, you didn't make that the first scene, bro. Do you ever really have to? I, mean, I was like, there was, there was no romance. Not you. You didn't want to know where the story went. <laughs> Well, sometimes I don't get out of the previews. That was the best part of those old porn movies. You don't know how hard I tried to get a job at at a porn store or a adult, whatever they're called. I don't know. They're all, it'll always be the porn store to me. Porn store, yeah. Yeah. I used to get paid to go f- to the porn store for people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like you'd like, you'd be like a personal shopper for people that were too embarrassed to go. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking great. <laughs> but it's like we because because then you get the list of like what everybody's into yeah yeah I'll, I'll i would i would be more shy about giving someone a list to buy shit for me than just going and getting oh, it yeah. for myself i had one <laughs> dude he was just like he goes i don't want to go to hell and i was like what are you talking about he goes if i go to the porn store I'll, so you're making me go so i'll go to hell shouldn't you be making me try not to go instead of giving me 40 bucks that I end up spending, giving, getting you a five dollar movie, and I pocket the rest. <laughs> I mean, there's convenience but, fee there. Yeah. You want to talk? Fee. You want to talk about discrimination? They will not hire you. Well, I was told that porno stores will not hire a man. I mean, I can believe it because I've never seen a man running the counter. I mean, I don't blame them for not hiring men because I mean, the chances are are more than likely. A male clerk at an adult store would turn away the female clientele way more than other female female right. clerks would. So I, I can understand that because I think I, I talked to someone about that a while ago because they also were mentioning like um, trying to get a job. I think it was ah, shoot, Intimate Treasures, I think it was, it was the one around here or whatever. And uh, they're like, but I think they only hire women. I was like, but why? And then I never thought about thoroughly or not never thought through that much. Now that I'm thinking about it, that makes. That makes perfect sense to me. Uh, if I were the owner of a fucking adult store, I wouldn't hire a guy either. But don't like as if you were a woman, wouldn't you be afraid that a man's just gonna come in there and whip it out and jack off on you? Which I have a story about that at Walmart. Oh god. <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. Um I mean, yeah, I guess that is a possibility. I mean, that's always a risk, but if you're a woman, I feel like that's a risk just by anywhere you work though. Yeah. I just <laughs> I mean, like I don't know. Like it always, it seemed like a fun place to work, you know. Like get to like one, you could really know the products, you know, and and they do. I don't know if you've ever been in there like recreationally just to talk to people, but not just to not. Uh, I think every time I've been in there, I've been in there jo- uh, joining someone while they're making a purchase or helping them make the purchase right. or whatever. But like, if you talk to those people, they're pretty knowledgeable about the product. Oh yeah, yeah, they're passionate. About um yeah. about the merchandise there and all that shit. It's it's dope. Yeah. No, it's great. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, cause it's just like you, you got like you got a couple and they're like, hey, you know, what can we use together? And you'd be like, oh, come over here, let me show you this. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but there that's was the this one. About... Oh. I was gonna say, um, that's the beauty about shops like that though, not just adult stores, but like very like I I wanna say boutique stores yeah. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, most of the time you're gonna get people that love whatever they're selling and they're they're passionate about that merchandise you're not going to get people that work at like a fucking grocery store they're just there because they need a fucking paycheck right but there has to be a way to infuse that in you know you have to like i know that there are nobody's going to be as excited about produce as they are about selling vibrators yeah true. but there has to be somebody out there like that you know 
And... Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would like to meet that person and then also yeah. not meet them at the same time. But <laughs> I was 18 and I went to, um, I was living in Kansas. I went to the porn store and I went with my buddy and he was real shy. And he walked in and it, it was a long hallway, right? And you had a theater to the left and you had to walk like six to eight feet. And then the store opened up to your left, like a big open room. Well, we walk in and there was a, a middle-aged woman running the register and she goes, hey, boys. And he went, Hur! and like he, he <laughs> went left as hard as he could, but he walked into like Dildo Alley. That's fantastic. And I'd been there several times. I was like, you're going the wrong way. (laughs) (laughs) So he like walks and then he sees where he's at and he's just overcome by the amount of dildos there are. And then like, and it was that moment where you were trying to get away, but something catches your eye. Oh, yeah. Pulled up a big silicone rubber arm. And I'll never forget, he goes, Jesus Christ! And it's just flopping back and forth as he's swinging it through the air. <laughs> and I'm dying. I'm like, get out of here, dude. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> so, like, I was checking out the magazines and the movies and whatnot. And so I got my purchase, and I'm standing behind. And in front of me is a uh, a very well-dressed, nice couple. You know, early 30s. Like, dude was wearing, like, a suit. You know, had like a tie and like dress pants, shine shoes, like looked like a like what you would imagine like a legit banking businessman to look like, not like right. just a teller, but like a dude that drove a Mercedes, you know. And his right. wife was, you know, looked like they they were well off. You could just tell that they had a they had a good amount of money. They'd made all the right choices in life, and they were just you know. <laughs> and so. I'm setting I'm standing behind him and uh the the woman at the counter was like, Come on up here, hun. And like the woman was like holding it with two hands and kind of like, you know, hutched over so you wouldn't see and she puts it up on the shelf up up on the counter and the counter was elevated. The counter oh, was about like the counter the top of the counter was like five foot five. <laughs> so she has to like reach up and put it on the counter. And I see what it was. She bought a, a jackrabbit vibrator. You, are you familiar? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the woman who was at the counter was probably in her 60s. I'm going to go 67 or 57, but she smoked. You know what I'm <laughs> A saying? rough 57, yeah. Yeah. So she goes, oh, she goes, you guys are making a wonderful purchase. And the husband was just like, okay, you know, like, it's not for me. And... um she she looked at the woman, she looked at the thing, and she goes, honey, she goes, here, she goes, and she goes, can I recommend that you buy a bottle of lube? And she goes, if you don't want it, I'm going to give you, like, a free sampler. She goes, because this top part, she goes, I used it, and it rubbed a scab on my clitoris. <laughs> and this is the same time that my buddy was, not at the same time, but this was the same trip All he was right. swinging a big dildo arm. <laughs> I swear to God, he just dropped his shit in the floor and he went, fuck it, and just <laughs> walked out. Too much. No. And I was like, oh, and all I could picture was this lady just jackrapping herself and then like blood everywhere because it just oh. rubbed the clit raw. Oh. Just fucking people analyzing the splatter pattern on the fucking yeah. wall. So how yeah, did she, she die? Right. She yeah, went was a 10. mess. And you know she came into work. She's like, man, that jackrabbit tore me up. 
It told me up. I can't wear underwear today. It's so sensitive <laughs> down there. Be like, Jesus Christ, Myrtle, give it a rest. So, should probably stop by CVS for some fucking, uh, oh, God, Neosporin. That's Tracing. But I knew a, a guy that was a shift manager for me. His ex fiance was the store manager at the Intimate Treasures in Johnson City. Okay. And it was like, just it was horror stories after horror stories. I can only one of imagine. one of her employees did an AMA on Reddit. Oh God! Um, yeah, and got in trouble because she said that if the people were cool, she wouldn't card them, even if she knew that they were underage. Ah, uh, damn! <laughs> there was. <laughs> I was at Spencer's in the mall. You know Spencer's gifts. Is that yes. What yeah. Yeah. Is I didn't know Spencer's gifts. I just I just knew it as Spencer's. I'm I'm so old as Spencer's gifts. Um, but it was Spencer's and this, uh, this young black dude, maybe 18, he comes in and he's, he walks to their party section, their couple, you know, their, their erotic zone, you know, their, uh, the, the novelty toy area. Yeah. And he bought, <laughs> he bought a penis squirt gun. Like it was see-through, it was purple, but you filled it up with water and it shot. <laughs> I'll never forget. I'm looking at like their earrings or something and he walks in and you know when you like you walk in I was like this dude is walking way too fast he knows like, what he's getting something's about like I'm very you know my, my senses were heightened my spotty scent was, sense was tingling <laughs> so he walks right back into the novelty gift section grabs this penis like he'd been scouting it out like a bank robbery he walked right in and plucked it off the shelf and he walks right up to the counter and he puts it down and he like looks around left right and um the guy was like, is this going to be all for you? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, hey, you know you can't put this inside you. <laughs> and the kid goes, I know. He goes, no, I'm serious. Like, it will break. Don't try to put this inside of you. He goes, yeah, yeah, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And he, like, threw the money down and, like, walked out. Like, here's a tip. Like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. And, like, he took the money and he put it in. I saw the guy just shake his head. And I walked up to the counter. I said, you know that's going in his ass, right? Uh, I always wonder what happened to that fella. I get a quick ER trip. Yeah. <laughs> so how long uh, have we been going? Uh, it's eight forty-four now. I say what, like thirty minutes or so at least. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think? My idea about Patreon. I don't want to try to bleed people. You know, right? But I mean, I think the one dollar tier is good, and the three dollar tier. I just want to, I want I want to like, cause I know some people are like, when I'm listening to like comedians talk and they're like, Oh, I'll tell you off air. Be like, I want to know, like, I, I'm not going to, yeah. you know, like tell me. And there's not a, there's the tiers for that are like $25. Like it's, yeah. it's a, it's a high dollar tier, but like for three bucks, I'll, I'll spay some, I'll spill some beans. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. not kidding you. I've thought about that cashier every day since I told that story. <laughs> Half. That's great. I want to text her. Be like, hey, <laughs> remember me? <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about you on my podcast. You're like, oh, I'm going to listen. Be like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't do that. Don't Going to get me in trouble. Plus, I need to put <laughs> something behind a paywall so my wife and family won't listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Because <laughs> if it's free, she, she, like, if we use the same RSS feed, you know, she's, 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 uh, 
through iTunes, she's she's subscribed and she just it automatically downloads to her phone and it automatically plays when she gets in the car. So <laughs> that's fair, yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't need to come home and she'd be like, So tell me about this cashier. Like, what cashier? I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, so yeah, I mean, this is not gonna drive you crazy uh doing three edits of it. No, because what I figure if we do uh, ads, we can we'll record them separate, and then I'll just input them in. So I'll really only have to do two edits, right? Like I'll do one, save it, and then go through and just cut out the names. But we're a long. Matter like here. just bleep them out. I don't know. Depends on how hard it is to put a bleep in. Like I said, I think once you have all, you need is just that sample audio, and you just put into a separate track. This was uh, where I had that in that third track or whatever, and that kept things relatively simple and easier to manage versus trying to splice it in yeah. over the the main track. I started. You see, did you watch my YouTube video with my son? I started to, but then I got straight. I was at work when I was trying to watch, it, and then I completely forgot. All about right, it. All right. Yeah, I'm, it's, just, it's on my watch list. <laughs> I, I, I just that. need them views, son. I've I've uploaded three videos since then. Hell yeah, three total. Yeah, I got so. um. I got to renew the website itself. Like I, I still have the URL, but I got to renew the website. I just haven't gotten around to doing that because I was going to go ahead and oh, bump it up to the um, the the business tier. Yeah, right. the one where we can do ads on the site and do the marketplace in the site itself. Um, yeah. So that's hopefully I think by the end of the month I'll be able to do that. I didn't know if a if a food taste test snack show was something that Hidden Pixel was was in the marketplace for or not. Honestly, at this point in time, like once I actually get to, I'm getting a few things set up to do some stuff for just like um, basic gameplay. Because uh, one of the things I'm, I recorded a couple things for now was pretty much I play like the first 20 minutes of a game, like whether it's new game, old game, whatever. But I call it um, the title of it is first 20 plus. So it's like literally the first 20 minutes of gameplay with like light commentary. Because I just, for the most part, when I'm watching like a review or just I want to see like a gameplay of a game itself, I don't like too much hyperactive over right. the top. Woo! Yeah, hey guys, let's do it. I'm like, yeah, damn it, man. Yeah. So I'm trying to do a slightly different take on that, dude. I was watching the Battlefield 2042 or but 20, what, yeah, 2042, yeah, 2042. Uh, the new one. And they were talking about the update, and the guy was in the background, it, it was showing gameplay, and the fuckhead running it was just running around with a pistol, just dropping people with one shot, like bang, bang, bang. And I was getting so irritated. I was like, you cocky prick. I like, I can't kill anybody with a sidearm. He's running around one-shotting him. I, I cannot do Battlefield. I suck so bad at Battlefield. I stick to Call of Duty. <laughs> Call of Duty hardcore mode, because I'm the asshole running around with a pistol. Just fucking one-shotting everybody. It's great. But yeah, Battlefield. 2042 is sick, though. Dude, I've I seen um, the recent clip I've been seeing make the rounds is the one where like the two snipers are shooting each other like over like a crev- a, a, a ravine or some shit in like yeah. a snowy level. And the dude fucking paraglides off the cliff, comes out of it, no scopes the dude while he's on the cliff and then fucking goes back into the paraglider. It's oh. fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's They've got a new mode where you can play a conquest but against bots. So like if you're having like me, I I hadn't played a game in 3 years. So Jesus. for me to knock the rust off, dude, it's it's a slow go. Like, 
So if you can get into a game and just kind of figure out, and then like, especially when you start a game, you start out with six classes and you got six different guns and you don't know what to use. Oh, like, yeah, I don't know yeah, the yeah. range on this shit. So ha- being able to go into a game where there's bots and put it on easy just so you can get, you know, the distancing down and like yeah, figure out, you're like, oh, this assault rifle blows. Like that's what me and my buddy did. We just um, ran around and just tried all the guns out. And so I was yeah. like, oh, I like this gun. And then they have a way to like, you can do attachments on the fly. Like you hit L1. And it pulls up like you can change your scopes on the fly, your magazines, your underbarrels. Yeah, it's it's sick, dude. All right. Hell yeah, dude! I was watching this um, ah oh, fuck, this one YouTuber, the YouTube channel I follow. They do like a lot of like retrospective and documentaries on like uh, the rise and fall like of certain game series or whatever. And they did one on Mag, like I think it was a couple months ago, dude. I was just like, I just want Mag back so fucking bad. I know. Dude, I was dude, I was dude. building a grassroots campaign to be able to buy Mag from PlayStation because PlayStation bought Zipper, and Zipper created Mag. Is like that they, where it's at now? I thought it was someone yeah. else that that uh-huh. um had it. PlayStation bought it, it and buried it so you could play Planet Side Two. Like that's what they wanted to get the Mag people over. Fucking uh, Planet Side. I played I the like, demo. It was okay. I was trying to think if we could get you know like raise two three million dollars buy it from PlayStation, then release it as, like, a free game on PlayStation membership, and then just do, like, in-game transactions or, you know, or just pay $5 to bring it back and you just have that. Like, I would still play that game to this day. Yeah. It there was, was just it was something about it. There was just something about it. Um, I mean, like, it was one of the first ones to have that much of a ma- like, that amount of players in yeah. one session when you did the... I can't remember one, what the big one was called. 128 versus 128. Yeah. It was a Domination. Domination. Okay, yeah, yeah. That shit was just insane and so much fun. And, like, so many ga- a couple of games now have copied not quite that numbers, but a large number. Yeah. As, well, you, as far as the uh, scale goes. 2042's got a pretty large scale. Oh, does it? Uh, yeah. But my problem was, like, the maps are so big. Like, Mag, it was a big map in the beginning. And then as the game progressed, the map got smaller. Yeah. So because the points would move closer and closer or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. And like I called in a tactical airstrike and I got 26 kills in w- with one tactical airstrike. God damn. But like now the the in Battlefield, the maps are so big, like you could spend three to four minutes running from point A to point B, and then when you get to point B, you get fucking dropped like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, that was I think I can't remember which battlefield I did play, but that was a bit of annoying part because I wasn't good enough and I would just get fucking sniped from I don't even know where and I'm like oh my god I was I was good at Battlefield 3 and then uh, I don't know if it was just it was the I don't know if it was the timing because then Battlefield 4 came out my son was born and then I was drinking a lot <laughs> so Battlefield 4 was not a pleasant time like I was not good at Battlefield 4 I was not like, and I don't know what it was. Like my buddy, he loves it. He's still, he's like, I wish we could play Battlefield Four. I'm like, fuck Battlefield Four. I don't want to touch that thing. But, that just yeah. bad, just bad memories all around. <laughs> it's like going back to your childhood home where you used to get beat. <laughs> just want to sit out on fire and watch it burn. Yeah. <laughs> um, but oh, dude, did you watch Squid Game? Yes. Yes, I did. Right? Fucking awesome. Okay, there's a dude. I have a new goal. Like, I always thought, like, 
I was like, man, if I could get like one or two million subscribers on on YouTube, like I'd be set. Because that's a pretty that's a large amount. Like that's a oh, lot. Yeah. I I came across a guy. He has seventy seven million subscribers. Do you know who it is? Do you know? Can you guess it before I start? Uh, well, we're talking about Squid Games and talking about someone. I don't know how many subscribers we have, but I know Mr. Beast is up there. That's who I'm talking about. Yeah. Did you watch that? He recreated. I haven't watched it yet. No, I haven't gotten around to it yet. No. It's so good. good. It's yeah. so good. I want. I wish there would be a Squid Game theme park. I would go play just to see how how I could do. Yeah, that'd be fucking dope. I mean, ha- that would be awesome. Like he dropped three and a half million on the set alone. God damn. And but it was an exact replica of the show. Like I mean they had the the suits, they had the masks, they had the triangle and circle faces. Yeah. Um uh, it was it was so much fun, dude. I I, I, thoroughly, I I think I came across it Thanksgiving night and I just I thoroughly enjoyed that video. Hell yeah. But when you can sit there and give out, you know, he was he gave out four hundred and fifty six thousand dollars to the winner. That's so awesome. yeah, if you have a YouTube show, if it was if I had a YouTube show that was like, watch this video, and at the end of it, I'm gonna eat a thousand dollar ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I, that would get some views, or a million. I'm gonna eat a million dollar steak. Jesus, but the views aren't bad. I've I've had three videos, and I'm up eh, a little over two hundred views. Hell yeah, all three. I'm exploiting my friends and family though. <laughs> that's that's what you gotta do. That's exactly what you gotta do. Don't even feel bad for that. That's what yeah, it takes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so do we want to hear? Do we want to hear a a review? Not a review. A story from Retail Hell. Yes. Of uh, Instant Karma. Or what I alluded to earlier, and save it for later. One of the greatest retail stories I've I I have been privileged of being around. I wasn't there for it, but I heard it the next morning. Was when the girl got masturbated on. Girl, when the woman was masturbated on while working at Walmart. You know what? I think I I think we got to go with that one. Yeah, my vote is that one. Okay. So I'm gonna name names. Future Mark, remember to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> so, I come in. I was the department manager at Walmart uh, Grocery at the time. And I come in that morning. And just the, the whole, the, the atmosphere felt weird. I was like, this is weird. And somebody comes running up to me. And they're like, did you hear? And I was like, no, I just got here. And I'm not a morning person. <laughs> They were like, Angel on Fabrics and Crafts, she got masturbated on. And I go, what? And they said, a customer masturbated on her. And I said, okay, just so we're on the same page, I need to know your definition of masturbation. Like somebody just whipped it out and like gave it a tug and then ran away. And they were like, no, he cummed on her back. And I was like, were they, were they banging? And he was like, no. I said, okay, you've got to start from the beginning. So, Angel, she was a 56-year-old smoking, like, she wore camouflage. I don't know why I said it like that. Camouflage. <laughs> she wore you camouflage. And, oh, man. I was going to say camo, but then I... I yeah, it continued. Like camouflage. So, but she wore a camo hat. She smoked. 
and she had yellow teeth and she just happened to be pregnant at that time. She was like three or four months pregnant. And she she was a nice person. I'm not I'm not trying to but she was not visually appealing. I just I'm trying to let like she just like even bending over, you didn't look at it and go, Oh, you know, like you'd see it and be like, ah, ah. You would but, not be your for your first choice to jerk off uh, in public on, pretty much. Right. Yeah. So she's in fabrics and crafts and she's bent over and she is um she's putting stuff on the bottom shelf. And what how she said it was, she felt something like hit her back, just like a you know on on like her shoulder. And she stood up and was like, What? And turned around, and there was this black guy who was just tugging on it. Oh god. And she was like, What? And the assistant manager, she she yelled, Rudy! And I was the assistant manager, and he just happened to be in action alley. And he like comes around and the guy like puts his dick away and just takes off running. They said he had crack speed speed he just said like gone like rudy couldn't catch him and they were like oh my god what did he expose himself to and she goes no she goes is there something on my back and he had jizzed on her back on her vest jesus christ (laughs) so she's like well shit and they were like oh my god are you okay she goes i'm fine just they were like can do you want to go home and shower and she goes no just can i can you get me a new shirt (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, that's the most gangster shit of all. You just got cummed on, and you're like, no, I got stock to put up. Leave me alone. I got shit to do. <laughs> so she went to the bathroom, changed her shirt, and went back to work. And she looked me dead in the eye, and she goes, the worst part is, is people won't stop laughing at me about it. <laughs> <laughs> so they called shit. maintenance over there, because the jism fell in the floor. <laughs> and the maintenance man's, like, mopping up the jizz. And so Rudy's like, so what happened? And she goes, well, I I bent over. And he goes, she must have been standing over there. So they walk around the corner, around the end cap. And on the end cap, there ha- he, had, he had nutted on the end cap. And then he had nutted in the middle of the aisle. Jesus. Yeah. I was like, hold on. Get this, get this guy back. We got to find, I got to know some, I got to know some things. What, what do you eat? <laughs> Is he related to Peter North? No kidding. <laughs> so, uh. But yeah, he he just straight up like I've never had I never as a manager I never dealt with that. <laughs> like it was I I I was just lost for words. So now the question is how how in theoretically how would you deal with that situation if you were Rudy? Well, the guy when Rudy yelled, "Hey, he just took off running." Okay, so say you walked in on it just before that happened like at at peak at peak fucking discharge, you walk oh. around the corner and he's got dick in hand going furious at it. I don't know. <laughs> I, that's one of those. It's just like you, you talk like to me, that is so foreign. It's just like, how would you react if the guy pulled the gun on you? Like, I don't know. Like I would, I, I, I would probably freeze like deer in headlights and just be like, <gasps> I mean, cause you would think I need to stop him. But then like you're, you're in your mind, yeah. like, I'm about to go at this dude. Who's got a dick in his hand. Yeah. And put hands to what him. What am I gonna I do? Like, Wrestle him? Yeah. <laughs> like, could you just imagine if he just slapped you in the face with his jizz-covered hand? He's like, "Get off of me!" And be like, "Ah, ah, ah!" 
Because I tell you, I wouldn't just go to the bathroom and say I need a fresh shirt. I'd be mm-hmm. like, I got, I'm, I'm on medical oh. leave for three months. I'm gonna go to Woodridge. I got to get my life straight. I got to go back to church. I got to get right with the Lord because a man just smeared jizz yeah. on my face. Then he just smeared it, smacked it. Just, <laughs> mm. <laughs> that shit went into but, the pores. So we were speculating he could have been there for hours, just jerking off in fabrics and crafts. <laughs> Just like I just picture him like watching Angel through the little pegboard holes. Oh god. Just like watch him say like, <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know, man. I don't <laughs> I mean I've I've dealt with a lot like suicide on Black Friday. That was probably an attempted suicide on Black Friday. That was fun. What happened? A truck driver knocked a light pole down. Like a the big con like the light pole light pole in the middle Jesus. of the parking lot knocked it over. Yeah, that's a feat. That's a feat to do right there. Yeah, and he was like, "Please don't call the cops." <laughs> I said, "Dude, you knocked <laughs> the light pole over. What do you want me to do? I can't just I can't pretend like this doesn't." <laughs> like, my boss comes in the morning, and be like, "What happened to that light pole?" Be like, "What light pole?" And be like, uh-huh. "It was always broken like that." I don't know. The wind must yeah. have knocked it over. <laughs> It was that tornado three years ago. It just finally fell. It just finally fell. But I just, I can't imagine. Like, I've had people get in fights. I I, I don't know. Like, I would probably <laughs> yell at them. Because I'm a big, like, yo, dude. What the? Just shame them into putting it away. Yeah. But then he'll just counteract with a fucking, just keep going. Stare you dead in the eye. Yeah, there was, oh, a, there was a cashier at a CVS. He thought this girl was stealing. He swears she was stealing. And she goes to leave, and he go. He was at the register. He goes, you stop right there, which you're not supposed to do. He said, you stop right there. I know you're stealing. She's like, I, what did I steal? He goes, I saw, you put, I saw you put it down your pants. I know you stole, which, again, you're not supposed to do. And she, <laughs> she looks at him, and she goes, yeah, and she pulls her pants down. Oh, God. Right there at the front of the store, on camera, drops her trowel. And is like, what, where is it? And he looks at her and he goes, gross. And turns around and walks away. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's just like two power moves just counteracting each other. That's amazing. I was like, you you one-upped her, man. I would have just admitted defeat at that point if I was the one accusing her that and she pulled that. But no, he, he yeah, he fought back with it. Gross. That's great. Yeah. The only thing he could have done was he should have just pulled it out and started masturbating and just see how far <laughs> it would go. Then <laughs> now, next thing you know, they've been married for three years and have two kids. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> but I, I agree with him. It was gross. <laughs> Definitely not a uh, hot cashier level at all. Oh, God. Not even in the same state that that stadium is built. Not even in the same ball game. Not in the same state. Maybe the same continent, but that's about it. Yeah, definitely not same country. I mean, we're talking <laughs> North South America. <laughs> but yeah, her like we, there have been people caught having sex like in the parking lot in the in the dressing room. That's always a fun time, especially in the middle <laughs> of the night, because you got a lady like you got you don't really have anybody watching, like, watching over the whole area. Yeah. Yeah. So if they leave a, 
Like you can crawl underneath the the changing room and unlock the door, and so you go in there and bang one out real quick. <laughs> I've had people dookie in the changing room. Oh God! But I just people and their feces do the strangest things. <laughs> like Gerald, our buddy Gerald, he came up to me. We were on break. I sat down on break, and he comes in, and he said, "I just don't know what to think." And I said, "What happened, dude?" And he was like, "I was in." The women's bathroom. He goes, yeah. And somebody just took a shit in the floor. And I was like, that's that sucks that you have to clean that up. Maybe maybe it was an accident. You know, trying to give the people benefit. Maybe it was an accident. And he goes, no, because they put paper towels down and then dropped a coiler on top of the towels. It's like graffiti in a wall with pencil. You know, like, okay, yeah, you're writing on the wall. Like you're taking a dookie in the floor, but it's on a towel. It can just be picked up and no, like I don't like that's such a weird act of. I just don't get it. Like I would want to talk to that person, not even be mad at him, just be like, so. I understand why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there was a lady. She filled out an injury. Like the best part about being a Walmart manager was going through the uh, injury claims, because <laughs> at one time you could just pull up all the injury claims and read them. Oh God. Um, so it was me and my partner, I bet she'll remember this, um, in Unicoi and we came in and she was checking her email and her partner had emailed her and the store manager. And you know how, when you just like look at something like certain words just pop off, you know? Yeah. Like with me, it's like sex, you know? butthole penis like that like if it's if it's in a thousand words on the screen i can pick out be like that's this fuck right there you know (laughs) so she pulls up her email and she goes what and i turn and look at the screen and i just see butthole like immediately butthole and so i lean in they had put we'd installed those um uh fragrance like uh the air air Fuck aero deodorizer things like okay. perfume, like yeah, it's yeah, box yeah. that sets on a wall and then the tube runs down and just drops like oil in the water and it just yeah. like keeps it continuous. This woman claimed that she sat down on the toilet, and I quote, "That tube went up inside my rectum about an inch to an inch and a half, and cut me real bad." And I was like, the specificity of that. Is quite terrifying, but the hose is a hard plastic hose because we went and we did we did tests. We were like, "Can this really happen?" Because it points down at the water. Yeah, like it is a hardened piece of plastic. Like you cannot pull it up. It's not pliable. It's not flexible. So she would have had to have pulled it up and like inserted it. And then been like, ow, this went into my butthole. But what was the end game? Like, it didn't go in your butthole. So, come to find out, she was a pastor's wife. Oh, God. And I think she was doing some butt play. And just caught a nail. Like, the boyfriend caught a nail. Oh, God. On her sphincter. And she was like, I gotta go to Walmart and stick something in my butt. So my husband doesn't find (laughs) out that I was doing butt play with the altar boy. Oh, God. That's the title of the episode. Butt play with the water. <laughs> butt play with the altar boy. Yeah, it was it was weird, man. It was weird. 
But and the like, where's the humility? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't like, see myself that would ever be like, being able to file that report. That would be like a guy going, "I need to file a a report, uh, an injury report." Be like, "Well, what happened, sir?" Be like, "My penis went up inside of the air dryer and it got burned." Well, how'd it do that? Well, I stuck it in there. Why? Because I, I've never had a blowjob and that's what I wanted. You're like, but you think it's Walmart's fault? Well, you nobody told me that that there's you no couldn't sign on there. Yeah, there's no sign saying don't insert penis into a hot air dryer or penis will be burned. You know, like that would be humiliating. Like the American Pie thing. Like every man looked at every guy looked at their friends a little bit differently because it was like somebody here has tried this. Nobody and if you is. haven't tried fucking a pie, what have you tried fucking? Like we've all got shadows in our past of just a <laughs> horny, like that horny Chihuahua dog just walking around humping the air. Like there is a four, 13, 14, 15 year old version of yourself just walking around with a rager, just looking for a hole, being like, I think that's big enough. That that might feel okay. That might feel good. This could <laughs> simulate what I want what I want to feel, what it what it will feel like. And then five minutes later you're like, I was wrong, I was wrong, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah. I'm like, I I'm stuck. I'm stuck. <laughs> Mom, mommy, I'm stuck. <laughs> And the paralyzing fear of just like, do I ask for help or do I just choose yeah. to die here? Or you <laughs> succeed and you have that post-ejaculation shame. Yep. Like that's another thing about the 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 fabrics and crafts ejaculator. He did it multiple times. There was no shame. No shame. Like he had to have been, and I'm gonna use the word normal person, meaning like a sober person, because a normal person would have been like, Man, I just jerked off on this wedding cake topper down fabrics and crafts in the middle of in the middle of Walmart at th three in the morning, like I, my life is in is in shambles. <laughs> my life, I do not feel good about myself anymore. But to turn around and then just up the ante and be like, you know, I'm gonna jack off on this woman. <laughs> like he had to have been on, he had to have been on drugs, and this was before like the really weird drugs had come out. Like this was before bath salts. Oh God. You know, this was before, uh, like, legalized marijuana, like, scientifically enhanced marijuana. Like, that, <laughs> this, 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 Rudy said he was on crack, but I've never done crack. But if you can shoot three loads simultaneously, <laughs> sign me up. Sign, let's go to Walmart, baby. Let's see what we can get a jizz on. <laughs> Coat the halls, baby. <laughs> and it but but you talk to somebody like you okay you couldn't empty a trash can without somebody watching you do it <laughs> and this dude emptied his balls thrice thrice you know what i'm saying yeah like you you had wonder and jim coming over and be like mark mark Lewis, he's not taking out the trash properly. And be like, what the fuck are you talking about, Jim? He left a Coke can in there. I gives a fuck. <laughs> Zombie Jim. <laughs> the greatest shift. We'll say this for another. We we got to get into that. That has to be a Patreon episode. We got to unpack that. Because I, <laughs> I still have a lot of hatred in my heart. And one of them's dead. Yes, that's right. That was the greatest night of my life. It oh, was. man. That's amazing. I said 2018 is going to be the greatest year of my life because that bitch died on January 3rd. 
<laughs> mark, mark that down in your grave. Six days later, my grandma died. Oh, fuck. Ten months later, my son was born, and my wife almost died. Jesus. 2018 was still a good year. <laughs> because I got to tell a room full of 33 people that this bitch died. And then they wanted to do something for her. And her husband specifically said, she doesn't want you guys to do anything with you with her. They don't, she doesn't want you guys to do anything for her. We're not even going to have a funeral. So I got to tell them that and then watch the disappointment in their face. Nice. And then a cashier was crying in the <laughs> crying in the break room, and she said, "I just she was my friend." And I said, "She meant you meant so little to her that she didn't even want to invite you to the funeral. So why do you care about her?" <laughs> Dude, <God> damn, you <laughs> shit. Yeah, I was a monster. I was feeding That's... off that negative energy. If I was an hey. energy vampire, I would have transcended to the next level. <laughs> oh, that to Dorothy. You remember Dorothy? Yes, I remember Dorothy. Oh, God. I still don't know why Philip never banged her for that Xbox. I would have. Who's if that? I was Philip. If I was Philip, not saying, no, 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 let's let's not get this twisted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if I, yeah, if I was Philip. Yeah. As as Mark, I, if if Mark was Philip and Mark worked in the dairy department over, overnight in, in Unicoi, at 19, Mark would have banged Dorothy for an Xbox. As Mark, the manager, who was 26, would not have banged Dorothy for an Xbox. As Lewis, the janitor, at, I don't remember what age, I would have banged Dorothy for an Xbox, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Post-boob post job. Post-boob job, though. She got a boob job? But you don't remember that was like the rumor going around because she was out for like some kind of medical thing, and then when she came back, everyone's like, "Did her, did her tits get bigger?" Oh no, I don't remember that. I must. Yeah, I, I remember she used to be real heavy and she lost a lot of weight. That's what I heard. I heard that she lost a lot of weight so Philip would bang her. She had a goal in mind. Philip, how dare you not fulfill her goals? I know. Fulfill her dreams. I said, "You both win." I just don't get it. <laughs> and I like Philip, but he is not an attractive man. Like there are some men that you're just like you're attractive. I see why you get a lot of action. I totally see it. And then there are some guys you're like you're attractive. I don't know why nobody's touching you with a ten foot pole. You must have a personality like a brick of mud. Something is clearly wrong with this person. Yes. Yeah. But the best you weren't there. They hired. There was this gay guy there, but he was like a a gay dude. Like he was, he talked about, he talked about men the way that men talk about women. <laughs> and I've never heard it before. And I was so, inf I would just sit there listening to him talk about gay sex just because it was like listening to a guy talk about banging his girlfriend. But the way you would describe male genitalia, that's how he would describe female genitalia. It was wild. And the way you would like, how you would describe a pair of big, beautiful breasts. That's how he described testicles. It was insanity. <laughs> it was wild. He's like, there's nothing more rousing than when I get up behind a guy and his big balls are just sitting there swinging in the, in the moonlight. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then he would look at me and he would be like, you know, if, if you lost a little bit of weight, 
I think we could have a go. And I'd be like, you think that I would let you in my ass? The fact that you think I would let that happen, the fact that you think that you are, the fact that you're saying no because I'm overweight, I'm too fat for you, is the only thing that's keeping this from going down? Like, that is some that is some hubris. That is some guy-ass hubris right there. You're like, no, nah, I wouldn't fuck her. She's too fat. Well, she wouldn't fuck you either, son. Exactly. She'd be like, don't come in at me. Like, <laughs> I mean, I was in the dairy cooler with that dude. We were doing picks. And they had stuck the pallets up against the wall, like up against the steel. And there okay. was like, there's like a foot, maybe 18 inches. And I had to get in there past the pallet to get something out of, off, out of the bin. And I was like, watch out, man. I said, I'm going to get in there. He goes, it's too tight. And I said, don't worry about it. I'm good at squeezing into tight places. And I squeezed in to the pallet and he was looking at me, licking his lips. <laughs> he was praying for you to get stuck. Yeah. That's what it was. He's like, I bet you are good at getting into tight places. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> it was fun. I don't know what happened to him. He was weird. He was an odd fellow. He's an odd fellow. Yeah. Oh. Well, I think we're going to it tonight. Right on, right on. Shit, I'd say we, we probably got at least 45 to an hour almost. Yeah. We didn't get into much retail stories, but we, it was good catching up. We need to yeah. We need to at least do this once a week so we don't get rusty. I feel yes. like my storytelling wasn't quite that good. <laughs> I got to go play some Battlefield 2042. I'm playing some Call of Duty. I've been playing Vanguard? the... Yeah, Vanguard? I'm playing Vanguard. Yeah. I'm digging it. Um, I only, I, yeah, I only play hardcore nowadays because um, I hate I hate taking forever to kill someone, which is funny because I also play Fortnite, which you fucking take forever to kill somebody. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I missed the boat on Fortnite. Like, I tried playing it once and I didn't understand what I was doing. Like, there was no tutorial. Like, what happened to games where you had, like... <laughs> like, did you ever play the division? Uh, I think I tried the demo for it, but I, don't I love the division. But it took me a month to learn how to play that game because I've never played anything like it. And there was no demo for it. It was just like my buddies were like showing me the ropes, right? And, or like Destiny. Like I didn't understand the equipment upgrade. Like, do you know yeah. how much how many rare items I threw away because I thought they were shit? <laughs> there's like, so much grinding in that yeah I, I don't i didn't play too much of it i was max level and i still had a pair of green gloves and green gloves are the basic gloves that you start out with if i played more than just one type of game we could do a gaming podcast <laughs> dude it's always sunny in philadelphia came back last night oh did it yeah well, i thought i thought it ended mm-hmm no, season, like season, uh, okay. season 14 ended, season 15 started. They are picked up through season 18. It's going to be the longest-running live-action show ever. I don't know if I can get myself into it at this point. Because when I was watching it, like, season one was coming out. That's yeah. when I was started watching it. So I don't remember nothing of it, and I don't know if I can do commit to it Dude, for 14 seasons. You have to. It's so good. <laughs> I, I'm, I've been dying. I want to do a fan podcast of it's always sunny in philadelphia <laughs> like i i'm the i've seen that i've seen every episode i've i've watched from season one to season 14 six times wow yeah 
When I start, <laughs> I start at season one, episode one, and I watch all the way through to the end of the last season. Jesus. And then, like, I've watched, I'm doing it back to back now. It's, I watch one or two episodes before bed every night when I'm laying in bed winding down. I watch right. Always Sunny, and I watch from season one all the way through the end of season 14 or 15, whatever. And then I started back at season one, and I'm, I'm partway through it. So I could be like the guy that's watched it, and we could talk about it because I I would love to see how, like, because I remember what episode like what happened when it when it turned for me when I was like oh this is the shit like I love this I love this show like I know when it tur- when it turned for me and then where what where they're going and the cu- the uh, character development and stuff right but those guys the three main actors they just started an always sunny podcast where they talk about they talk about facts and stuff and behind the scenes stuff through the episodes i want one where you just like geek out about it and talk about all the stuff that you love and why it's funny and what you thought was funny and little shit that you might have noticed but they have the number one podcast in america uh three weeks running and they're just going they don't talk about the episodes they talk about like acting and shit that happened on stage and then what they're doing like i mean it's not informative. It's fun because you get it. Right. I like I like the peek behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind the scenes stuff. Like commentaries were always my favorite when I was um watching movies on like DVD. I would like watch the movie and then I'd watch it again with commentary and all. I know, dude. Yeah. I used to watch so much commentary. That's the one thing I miss. I, I miss about it now with everything streaming. Yeah. Like, would it really be so difficult to have a commentary track to apply to it? I mean, they have multiple language tracks now. They could easily apply commentary tracks. That's what I told. I told my wife. I said, you know. If you want to get me, it's always sunny on like DVD or Blu-ray. I said just to have just for the 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 extra features like the outtakes and the the director commentary and the factoids, the trivia's, like because I'm in an it's always sunny in Philadelphia group, and it's mostly political, so I don't post that much. But when I can get a good <laughs> like, if, did you see that uh tactical egg, the tactical egg case? Mm-mm. It was going around Facebook. It was like a it clipped on your belt. And it was like a Kevlar, and it held a hard-boiled egg, or it held a, <laughs> an egg. And there's a quote, there's there's a scene, and Danny DeVito's character, he's pretending to drive a limo, and he's like, can I offer you a nice egg in this trying time? And I put that gif, like, on every time I saw it, I put that gif up. <laughs> like, yesterday, I held, I was involved in a group, um, I started playing D&D, by the way. Yeah. Um, Oh, you told me you were looking into it a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I started playing. uh, My brother-in-law's DMing a game. Nice. Um, I kicked some ass last night, but (laughs) we were doing. We were having a conversation about when, where, and how we were going to play. And uh, the only thing I contributed to the conversation was it's always sunny in Philadelphia memes and gifts. (laughs) That's how I was talking. (laughs) Like I just put. Danny DeVito running through the screen and he said, somebody's got to get stabbed. Oh <laughs> yeah. I need to, I, we need to get back to playing um, with my group. We were playing solid for a while there and then we just stopped for a little bit, took a break. And then <laughs> my Derek, actually, he's the one who's been, D- he was DMing for a little while. He's like, I need a break. So I switched yeah, over and took the range for a little bit. I thought it would be easy. And then I started looking into it and I was like, my God, Dude, I started doing, yeah. I started doing some one shots and then like, I was like, this takes entirely too much. Like it's all you can think about. Yeah. Cause you think you have everything covered. Like I was doing a one shot with my, my wife and son 
and we were just fucking around and I was doing a one shot and I just introduced this character. My wife's like, well, will you come raid the castle with us? And I was like, I, d- I wasn't prepared for you to say that to him. Like, I wasn't prepared for this to happen at all. Like, I have no stats on this guy. Yep. Yeah, you feel completely worthless. You're like, I, this is too uh, much uh, work. Uh, can we get, uh, yeah, one moment. Uh, one second. Here. Yeah. It was... <laughs> okay. I, I did a... I did a one shot and I think it was my first one shot that I actually DM'd the whole thing through. And man, I, same thing as you said, like, I thought I was prepared. I knew to be like, have certain things open-ended because where things might go, but it was always shit. Like you would not, it's always shit. You don't expect no, no matter. It's like, okay. I think I got a contingency for this or a contingency for that, but nope. It's always out of left field shit. Yeah. You don't expect. And you're like, oh, we played, we played for three hours last night. The story started. We were approaching a town. And there was a circus in the town. The only thing we did was we went shopping and we went to the circus. And I won an arm wrestling match and I won a belt of hill giant strength. Nice. It didn't, it helped. My, my strength was 20 and it made my strength 21. I was like, somebody <laughs> take this. I don't fucking need this. <laughs> but I have a plus two Warhammer. I fuck shit up. We did a we did a battle at the circus for to get paid. Like right. we were trying to make some gold. So me and my sister in law, we battled one on one. We were both barbarians. Oh god. And I, I asked her, I was like I was like, Hey, I said, Do you wanna what what weapons do you want me to use? And she was you I'm gonna you can use whatever you want. I said, I've got some I you know what I have because you gave me the plus two warhammer. <laughs> I was like, I don't think we should rage and I'll just use my regular warhammer and she goes, No, no, I'm gonna rage. I was like, well, I'm not going to not rage. <laughs> I'm going to match your energy. Yeah, I beat the shit out of her. Dude, Barbarian is... I made a Minotaur Barbarian. Fuck it. I put his intelligence... I can't remember what what point, but it was so fucking low. <laughs> the last thing we did with him, because we were doing this like huge fucking battle against like this Goblin King, I think is what he was. I convinced a fucking dragon to let me ride it into battle as it was dying, and in its dying state, it reverts back to an egg. So I fucking, as I'm flying this dragon through the air, fucking it turns into egg, and I meteor down into earth. I survived this fucking fall through this encampment, or through this tent, and my impact kills like a shit ton of small enemies. And then I'm fighting um, one of the bigger enemies that was in there. I didn't know the enemy was the main bad guy. (laughs) I had no idea. <laughs> I fucking and I destroy him. I fucking destroy him. And Derek, he's just like you can just see the look of defeat on his face. I was like, is that it? Is that everyone? He's like, that was the main guy. I was like, what? Because <laughs> I fully I from the moment um I started, I was like, okay, I'm gonna die in battle. My Malgor Kroll was the was his name, and he, he was uh, he prepared for a glorious death in battle. I tried everything to get him killed. Talking to the dragon because he had threatened to eat me. Um, because I was I was dumb and I was annoying him. And I somehow fucking rolled enough to convince him to let me ride in the battle. I survived the fucking fall. I survived the impact, the fucking fight, killed the bad guy, and I still didn't die. Everyone was pissed at me because the plan was to go in together. <laughs> you Leroy Jenkins them. Dude, I couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah, but yeah. A uh, fucking Minotaur Barbarian has hands down been my favorite character that I've played, and because he was so fucking stupid. I know we've got a lot of creative things on our plates, but I would like to. I have an idea. I want to pitch you offline of a D and D movie. Okay. 
stylistically, I know, I know what I, I know how I see it and how to do it, but writing it would be real tricky. But I've got a, I've got a sick fucking idea. Like, okay. well, actually, uh, do you want to go ahead and um, finish off, uh, do the outro for this because it's still recording. Oh yeah. All right. Um, this was uh, that was ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> Not NXPS uh, or whatever? Nope. Not XNXX. <laughs> that one, when that one pops up, it goes, uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, this was Do You Work Here, the podcast. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter at WorkHerePod. At WorkHerePod. And then on Instagram at, or just WorkHerePod. Um, email your stories at stories at WorkHerePod.com. Or if you need to get a hold of me, it's Mark at WorkHerePod.com. I keep I keep getting on Twitter and just sending out like if you have funny stories of retail, send them to stories at workyearpod.com. Still don't have a single email. Ah, uh, that's so that's fucked. Wait, did yeah. we ever make the subreddit? No, not yet. We'll need to do that. I figured we'd try to sync up the 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 launch of the when we release the episodes. Try to you know. I meant like to gather stories we can make a subreddit oh, to it. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, as it releases, I, like, I don't know how to make it. a subreddit, so I'd have to look at it. Yeah, exactly. I would feel like I'm, I just, I'm one of these guys. I get on Reddit and I just look, I don't ever comment. So, yeah, like, I, I would start a subreddit and people would just fucking light me up for being like, you looked at that pregnant girl's nipples for five minutes. And be like, well, I was curious. <laughs> like that Ken Bone dude. You remember him from the political debate eight mm-hmm. years ago? No. It was a, it was a town hall debate and this guy, like, he asked uh, Obama a question, and he just he he was a fat guy with a little mustache, and he had a sweater vest on, and he was like, "What are you gonna do about jobs in the fucking manufacturing sector?" Blah blah blah. And he was like some engineer, and everybody's like, "This look at this guy asking the real hard hitting questions." And so he did like an AMA, and like people on Reddit did like a background search, and like he only commented on pregnant porn. <laughs> And then, like, he divorced his wife and cheated on her. And he, like, I mean, he just, he, he looked like a, like a, just a, a nice dude, but he was just a, such a scumbag. God, or his, on, his, his online presence was a scumbag. So I was just like, my God. Like, I went through and cleaned up my Twitter a few <laughs> years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember you talking about that for, because uh, I think one of your jobs that you're applying for asked for your Twitter, Twitter handle or something like that. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, oh, shit. I said I didn't have one, but just in case they found it. That's what Yeah, I was like, I don't need you coming across the things I put. <laughs> some of them, I don't remember writing. Like, <laughs> there was a lot. It started, thanks to social media, I never have to drink alone again. And then there was like eight tweets of the most vile, weird, insane shit you've ever read. And I was blacked out drunk during all of it. Makes sense. Battlefield. There was days. one. It was like it was like it said like British accent, and then it was like, "Come on over here, baby, and roll over, and I'll put a thumb in your butt or something." I, it was something weird, dude. And I was like, "What the fuck am I talking what? about?" What the fuck? Because I I still I, it's still hard for me. Like this is the most uh, uninhibited I get, like doing a <laughs> podcast when I'm talking to somebody. Like, but. Like on Facebook and on Twitter and Instagram, like I'm super like ah somebody's my mom's gonna see this or you know, 
That's why we got to start that Patreon so I can just be myself. I can let the <laughs> demons out. <laughs> let the retail demons out? Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. Talk about the time I did cocaine in the handicapped bathroom and then went out to Black Friday. That's Definitely gonna need to cut out. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a preview for a future episode. Yeah. <laughs> now, if George oh, would have had cocaine and peels, twenty-six-year-old Mark would have definitely done her. <laughs> uh, shaking the bottle. Yeah. Come on, Mark. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you give me one first? Just let me give me a taste. Need something to take the edge off. <laughs> that should have been. The, I don't think that can be the the title the title of the episode. If Dorothy had cocaine and pills, <laughs> <laughs> it might be. That's pretty funny. It's a great title. The problem is I don't know how to spell cocaine. I'm gonna have to Google it, and then that's gonna be in my Google search. So now I've got. There's more. There's more questions my wife asking me. First of all, who's Dorothy? Dorothy. What pills did she give you? <laughs> Why do you spell cocaine wrong? Just do it. I don't spell it. Like, I don't have to write it on a note when I ask the guy what he's got. He knows. Be like, is it snowing in Johnson City yet? Come on! 